Bandwidth for this podcast is brought to you by CashFly at C-A-C-H-E-F-L-Y dot com. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace.com, the fast and easy way to publish a high-quality website or blog. For a free trial and 10% off your new account, go to squarespace.com slash twip. This podcast is brought to you by Audible.com, with over 75,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals. Audible.com is the Internet's leading provider of audiobooks. For a free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com slash twip. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to This Week in Photography. This is Alex. And before we get started, I just want to let you all know that we're uh, extending a special sale uh, to the Pixel Core. We're launching the new membership uh, to the pixelcore.com uh, you can get uh, $50 off the $99 which was you know used to be 600 a year now it's $99 a year and we're giving you $50 off so it's only $49 a year uh, and all you have to do is use twip twip as the coupon code and so um, definitely check that out and uh, now we're going to get on to the show hi everyone uh, this is Alex and uh, this is a, a slightly different this week of photography i'm i'm in uh, Pittsburgh Pennsylvania or Freeport Pennsylvania or really Sarver, Pennsylvania, and and really outside of Sarver, Pennsylvania, in the middle of nowhere. Uh, this is, uh, and I'm here with my, who, who you're laughing is my sister, Jen. Hello. Hey, Jen Stein. I know her as Jen Lindsay, of course, and it's very hard to find her, her uh, Flickr account when I look for Jen Lindsay. Cause... Since it's not my name anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and it hasn't been for a long time. Uh, Ten years. Now, we're sitting, we're sitting, in, the, uh, we're sitting in, in our living room that we grew up in. So we've been having these conversations and recording conversations uh, for uh, 35 years. Yeah, our really mom used old. to sit us down and record us, and she recently put them on CD. So we got to listen to us. And trust me, we haven't changed much, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you were talking about that. It was the, uh... It's the same. Alex was telling everyone how to do things in kindergarten, and then I was sitting down. I had figured out the system. He had figured out, yes, how, what to do with your chocolate milk and your... And the straw and the, everything. And he was telling everyone how to do it. And then later on, so I listened to that. And then later on that day, I uh, sat down and was listening to the most recent podcast. And Alex was telling everyone how to handle it if, you know, you want to take your stuff on the plane. And if you, it was the same thing. Here's how you do it. <laughs> so I thought, yep, same guy. <laughs> so, and, and you're probably wondering why we're having this conversation. Um, you know, why, why I'm talking to my sister and why we're sitting in the living room. Why I'm even telling you about this. It, you know, the, the thing is a, a lot of people have... have heard me talk about my sister on the show so this week in photography and and uh you know when as i grew up you know we we were really you know we always looked at you know if, if you wanted family photos or if you wanted photos of anybody you'd grab my sister and have her take the photo uh, technically you know i knew a lot about cameras from the time i was young 10 years old 11 years old but creatively my sister has always been in the lead in our family and so we've always kind of looked up to my sister i know she's she's blushing now <laughs> but um but we always looked up to my sister uh from a creative sense because it just there was something that she was able to capture and one of the things that we wanted to do that i was going to do today is talk about you know her slow move both creatively how she approaches photography and and if you want to see what she what i'm talking about you can look at her she's doing a 365 project Right, on Flickr. On Flickr under Jennifer Stein. Yep. Not Jennifer Stein Photography. That's in Texas, and it's a lot of bar mitzvahs. Right, right. right. But just Jennifer Stein. If you just go look for Jennifer Stein, <laughs> you'll see her 365 project and uh, a lot of stunning, stunning photos. And, um, and, and so, and, and, I, and I, you know, there's something about, I think, the conversations that she has with me and the conversations she has with my brother Joe. So Joe and I are kind of the tech the tech guys that are constantly dealing with these cameras and buying lots of them and going through lots of them. And Jenny just got into um, digital. Yeah, two years ago. And so there's been lots of conversations about that process. And I thought that it would be actually interesting for our listeners to you know, hear a conversation because they hear me kind of way over the top uh, <laughs> talking about stuff. And, um, and I think that it, was, it would be an interesting perspective to have that conversation and talk about um, that, that process. 
Before we go any further, I just want to thank one of our sponsors, Audible.com. Audible, of course, is the uh, your source for uh, over 75,000 titles. Uh, and it can be everything from regular books to magazines to... Uh, you know, to uh, speeches. Uh, now, of course, books are the way I, you know, really interface with Audible. And I don't, m- most people, don't, I don't like to read very much. <laughs> you know, I read technical books. Like when I, I, I use reference technical books. But if I'm going to do anything long form, if I, if I write long form, I dictate it to, uh, you know, through Dragon or through Max Beach. And if, I, uh, and if I'm going to listen to it in long form, I'm, ten- I, I just, you know, I, I'm not going to read anything long form. And so Audible is really my solution for that, of course. So it's the leading provider, of course, of spoken word entertainment. And uh, you can get a, if you go to audiblepodcast.com slash twip, you can get a, uh, a free Audible book if you haven't done it already. So That's what I did. Did you do that? I did that. You went to audiblepodcast.com slash twip? I did. And and what did you get? I got the help. And and how was it? I loved it. Couldn't put it down. I mean, it was my iPod, but I mean, I was carrying it with me all the time. Hoping, oh, can I listen to a little bit? <laughs> and they, they have different voices because there's different, three different people tell it. And right. it's one, it's, I mean, it's a bestseller. I think it's like, what, maybe it's number one right now. So it yeah. was like, it was neat to be able to get it and just. Just go from there. Listen. Oh, very yeah. good. Loved so the it. help. So that, so go up the, if, if that's not the one you want. Go up and get something else. Whatever it is, um, check it out. Audiblepodcast.com slash twip. And, uh, and so, um, so anyway, we're going to jump into this conversation. Now, the first thing is, is that you, we, I've been using uh, digital cameras for a, for a very long time. It took you a little longer. You it know, did. And, you and, kept putting them in my hands. Yeah, because uh, this, 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 this is, was my <laughs> soft sell to my sister. When I come home, I would just say, here, why don't you take some photos? Now, th- there were two reasons for it. One was that I was trying to move my sister out of the dark ages out of the dark ages and into into the digital age uh and and you just show her that you know it's not so scary it actually works pretty well and and uh, because she was using film up until two years ago and um the other reason was self-serving was that you could literally tell the difference between the photos like there'd be my my photos which were fine and then there were jenny's photos which were the ones that i wanted to put on the wall and then we go back to my photos again (laughs) so so you know and and so it was um uh it, it was it was also i just wanted some of her photos uh from the from the actual event so so anyway uh, uh so you started getting used to it now what were the things that what took you so long what took you uh this long to get out of film because I think a lot of our, our viewers are either thinking about getting into photography or they are still thinking about they're still using a film camera uh, or if they're just using a digital camera they're still new to it what took you so long to get there well bad experience at the beginning with some digital cameras I so I did in college I did a lot of black and white uh, large format all film right and loved it but then I was out of the dark room but people still knew I liked photography somebody I trying to I was trying to remember I think it was about 15 years ago, someone put a digital camera in my hand and said, I was at a conference and they said, can you take some pictures for us? We know you like photography. All right. This camera was a nightmare. And it was, it was a digital camera. It was a digital camera. What was wrong with it? Oh, the lag between the, the, the shutter lag, you know, how long it took for the picture to be taken. I think that's really important because I think that's the thing that is your strength is that, is that you're able to wait for that perfect right. moment and grab it. So not being able to grab that perfect moment. I was, I mean, they, I took, I, it was horrible. So that was my first experience with the digital camera. That's before I ever saw one of the SLRs. And you decided it was FUBAR. Oh yeah. I was like, oh. And I was just very discouraged by that. And then like, I, the other problem was that I was seeing a lot of bad digital prints. Right. I didn't see a lot of stuff. Now I'm looking online and I see all this nice stuff. What I was seeing is people's snapshots, people's school pictures, people and the There's just some different quality. There's a different quality and I just did not it just didn't have the depth. It looked very shallow to me. I don't know if that explains the difference, but it just it didn't have the quality in film that I liked. And I still do love the quality of film. There is something I'll admit it. And I, I was thinking you look about, at film and you're like, oh, it is so. I pretty. went to a show uh, in Pittsburgh recently that had some beautiful old contact prints, and that you know there was something beautiful there. And I still do miss that moment when you put your paper into the developer and watch your print come up. It's not the same when you're importing them. You know, I, I actually have to admit that <laughs> I, uh, I miss the smell of Dectol. Oh, jeez, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I, I do. I, you know, it's one of those things that I've always been a little sick. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I, 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 there was something about that. There's like this chocolatey smell of Dectol and I walk into old uh, processing places. There's one in Petaluma and I walk in, they still have Dectol still there. And I'm like, it. 
Mm, that smell. It just remind. I think it just reminds me of. Yeah, uh, there was something. There is something sort of that process. But that said, uh, these days I have three small kids, and how often I'd be in the dark room is never. Right. I mean, because it's a process. I mean, how long? It's so nice that I can go sit down for ten minutes. If I didn't get the picture done, fine, I'll go back to it. It's right. beautiful. <laughs> Right, it's not like, well, I didn't get it to the fixer, so now I'm going to have to do it all over right. again. Yeah, yeah, your kid exactly. opens the door, mom! Yeah. <laughs> uh, never mind. Yeah. yeah. So, so and, and, the, uh, and what do you have right now? What, what did you finally end up getting? Now, what did you start with? What was your first camera? I can't, it was a Pentax. I'm pretty sure it was a K1000, because yeah, I think it's the so same camera that I started with. This is something about me that I don't even remember what lens it had. I mean, I am so not, right. we were talking about the kit lens that came with my Canon, and I had to go, I, I've already forgotten what it is. <laughs> I, uh... So I had a, I just had a totally manual Pentax. Right. And then that was, I th- I'm pretty sure it was the same camera yeah. that I had. And, and our uncle Sid uh, got us into photography, both of us. Yeah. Uh, by, you know, you turn, I don't know how old you were. I was about 10 or yeah. 11 years old and he handed me, he handed us a camera. Yeah, he took us to a dark room, did us, it was, it was great. I mean, he just was, he loved it. He loved photography. Wanted to, wanted to just give it to us and wanted right. us to be able to enjoy it too. Right. And, and it's it, still... And it was, well, and that's what got it. Yeah, I mean, because it, it it really got us into it, and, and we were used to the dark room. And by and I I was the dark room head. I don't, I don't you weren't the dark room head. Were you the dark I room? I was. I was. We were both the dark room head in high school. Yeah, so yeah. Both, so both of us were dark room heads in high school. So we both yeah. kind of went through that that traditional um, uh, background uh, of photography, and then uh, and then from there you you finally got the right. So then so there was the bad first bad experience, ugly prints, and then there was the price. I just right. couldn't afford it. I mean, so at some point when you were bringing out cameras and putting in my hands, they were thousands of dollars. I was right. uh, not in that. I mean, I just didn't have the money for it. And right. I just couldn't. And I also didn't have a computer. I mean, okay. <laughs> it was very hard. Yeah, because I, I, yeah, I, I know that I sound one side. You, you assume that my whole family's like that. It was very hard because I could never send an email to my sister. <laughs> I, his, I would say to people, please don't send an email. Give me a call. <laughs> I'm like, I, then you have to use the phone. I mean, I, know. I, I don't know how to do that anymore. So that was so there. That was the thing. So then the SLRs came down in price. I was given some money. So there were two different things happened at one time, right. which was nice. And I knew right away. That's what when I had a little bit of money, I was like, okay. And I called right. Alex and I said, what camera do I get? He said, get the Canon 40D. I said, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so I got that with the uh, with the kit lens and a 514. Which and, and and the fifty one four is that's what I use all the time. Yeah, I mean that, that's what I carry around. I mean, if, if I'm if I'm tra- traveling and I only want to have one lens, yeah, that, for me that's it's it. it's a good lens. But and, and it also it's partially because you're a people shooter, right? I primarily take when I've since I've been doing this three sixty five. It's really interesting because you see sort of all your thumbnails on a thing, and there are a couple that are. I took one of a B. <laughs> You know, I do take of a, a, other things, but I am very, uh, I, yeah, definitely people. And so a 50 is real nice for that. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and the... Uh, people and kids in particular. And now now that you've gotten into digital photography, yeah. uh, what are the things that you still find challenging? I think that there's a lot of uh, the computer aspect. I'm still not as familiar as I am with a camera. Computers are still, like, when I'm trying to figure out memory and, like, I had to call you about the hard drives. And there's sort of, like, all of that stuff is baffling. Like, you had that guy on last week that started talking about his computer. It was, like, totally over the top for me, technically. Um, It didn't bother me, but it was, like, I could zone it out because I just thought he was talking about RAM. I I don't know. I mean, I bought an iMac and off we go i mean i you just, load the photos I on i just and... do it and i'm happy i uh so i mean i have learned more about them i just use lightroom which i'm totally mm-hmm. happy with for what i'm for doing some reason i thought you were using aperture but you don't i i you use like you said once you actually mentioned this once you said i think that's what she just oh you know de- you know put on the computer first and that's true <laughs> <laughs> and so i just started using it and kind of got used to it right and uh and I'm interested in using Aperture. I just haven't. Right. But you like Lightroom. I'm to- But that's the thing is there's not really any at this moment reason. I don't do a large volume. I have to admit for me, the photos. thing that, and, and I think that both of them are, are great applications. I need something. I'm very, you know, um, ADD and out there. And so I, I need something that's just going to manage everything for well, me. Well, I'll and- tell you, I do. See, this would not work for someone who's doing a ton of volume. So I'm, what I'm doing is I, keep, I load everything into iPhoto. And right. I take the ones I want to edit into Lightroom. 
Oh, that's an interesting way to do it. That's it's kind of because I don't so Lightroom. I'm not using so for you're not, anything because you don't really use Photoshop to edit. You use Lightroom and that only. So it's just my editor, and then I move because I like the way iPhoto organizes, which is why I think I'd like Aperture. Right. I just, you know. Yeah, no, no, it's just where I because you're so using like you're really using Lightroom as the editor. Yeah, just you, you're not editing in Photoshop. When you're fixing something, you're fixing it in Lightroom. That's all I do is Lightroom. Yeah, interesting, very yeah. good, and, and, and it seems adequate right now. I mean, I really feel I don't yeah. I don't feel limited by it. No, both of them are adequate. Adequate. Yeah. I mean, Aperture and Lightroom are totally adequate. They're yeah. they're different flavors of you know the same video. You know, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so now, what else are you? Uh, is there any other challenges that you find with the with moving to digital? Uh, well, I was thinking about, I was trying to teach a friend how to use her camera. She bought a, uh, she just got a, whatever the Nikon kind of equivalent of the Rebel is. I can't remember. Yeah, I think it's like the 5,000 or 6,000. Yeah. So or she a just, 90 or the 90. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what it was. And she just said, can you help me? Right. And uh, the thing that I realized that's tricky now is that, so when I learned on those, that little Pentax, you had to understand what shutter speed was and you had to understand the aperture and you had you had to understand exposure it, you, a little bit. you just had a little meter it didn't do anything for you it just it told did, you that you you're going the right a, direction and kind of iffy meter <laughs> an iffy meter exactly <laughs> and and the other thing is is that you uh you were shooting blind right because there was no you know it wasn't right. like you know now i take a picture oh. i look down i take I a picture i look like I like if i don't know i'm like i don't know how the light's going to turn out here so i just fire off the first eight and photos you had and, get this 24 to 36 exposures. Isn't that crazy? If I see that on my memory card, I'm like, uh-oh. Almost out. I know. I'm going to have to stop. So, okay. So the challenge that I saw for her that I didn't have. So I had an initial challenge, right? Right. For those reasons. But I think people are overly reliant on their camera. They don't realize. Sometimes people see my pictures and they're like, you must have a really nice camera. And it's I all think, about the camera. Right, because cameras do so much, and they do. And you can right. do so much with editing. So I think that one challenge that people have is they just aren't quite realizing there is some. there are some things you just have to learn. Right. And so here's what I was thinking that if you want to learn, this is a great time because you ha- can just take hundreds of pictures. And you can look at them right away. You can see. You don't have to wait in it, you know, until you've developed them to see that you messed up the whole shoot. You know, I mean, like, you don't have to do that. It's great. And I shot the wrong speed. Right. You know, I've, you know, like yeah. set it to 100. Because the, the camera used to be, you know, for those, <laughs> for those of you who can't remember when this was the case, there was a thing where you had to put the film in. What? And it was set. And you had to tell the camera what kind of film it was because he didn't know. He didn't know what that film was. You put that film in there and you set it to 400 and then you, and then you, but it was 100 film and everything would come out black. And then you'd look at it and that was like, you know, your sister's wedding or something like that that you just shot all black. And then sometimes you'd go in there and go, can you expose this for 400? You push it a little bit and then it would come out all grainy and then we were very sad. So there were some challenges. That's what happened to us. Back in the day. <laughs> we're so sad. <laughs> So, now I'm totally lost. What I <laughs> so, no, but the the the, the uh, I mean, the, okay. So we were forced. We were forced yeah. to. You, you, well, and, I mean, it was something we wanted to do. Well, and you but, look back okay. on it. The only reason I use that voice because you always look back on it. Oh, you little whippersnappers! Complain about the camera. I you know. know, I used to have to shoot it walking backwards ten miles up the hill in the snow. I know, but the the gift of that is right. that we couldn't be complacent. We couldn't just right. ask the camera to do it for us. Right. And, and, and even now, I'm uncomfortable with automatic. I get frustrated. Yeah. Like, like, and well, it's funny because a lot of people will use automatic, yeah. and I always, I'm always like, well, you know, everything's not quite the focus. It doesn't yeah. focus on what I wanted, and the exposure right. wasn't what I wanted. That's what, okay, here's what I realized. I think that when people look at somebody who's taking good pictures and they have a nice camera, they think, well, they have a nice camera, they're taking good pictures, they don't think... They want that camera because it does things they want it to do. Right. They want that control. They want the ease of use as far as being able to change things real fast. Like that was something when you recommended that camera, you said you're not going to like the Rebel because it doesn't have that. You have to go into the little a back, menu. The little back and you wheel. You were totally right. It right. would have made you, bar- crazy. you borrowed Joe's Rebel, right? It was I a- used it a little. Yeah. And, then, and that's when you realized. Well, I picked it up and I said, "Yeah, I can see why. I don't want to go into a menu every time, or I don't want to have to like." do that all the time so that is true that was, a, was which a by the way i think has been me. corrected on the newer ones but yeah. this was this was an older version of the rebel yeah. right yeah. so 
Yeah. So and, and so, so then you, I also think an over reliance on editing, like people kind of don't think that most of what you shoot is pretty much it's in camera. I mean, you 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 don't do that much editing to it, right? I mean, I do. They look better. Yeah. But I I don't. I was able, like, I just took some the other... I am a little bit of a perfectionist. And sometimes people want... I took pictures in the egg hunt. Uh, and my yeah. friend's like, put them up right away. Of course, I want to go through and edit each one. <laughs> I didn't. I was like, okay. I just threw them up on Facebook, you know. <laughs> I was like, all right. And they look fine. Right. But, you know, I sort of... It holds me back. Because I, like, want to... But, you're right. So, out of the camera, they're fine. They're good. And so, yeah, I do pay a lot of attention. So that's the other thing is I think sometimes people just think, oh, who cares? I'll fix it. And they don't really get that um, there's a limit. To what you can. Yeah. Yeah. It it never looks quite the same. Right. Now, what do you like now that you've moved away from film? What do you like about digital? Oh, man. I like like practically everything. I mean, I think I like that I can take hundreds of pictures a day if I want. I mean, there's no, that is beautiful. And it's leveled the playing field. I think for people, I think you've said this before in the show, but that it used to be a major difference was the amount of film you used. Yeah, yeah. And the number, like, for. You'd watch a professional film photographer, and and, and for the one photo that you took, and I remember remember watching you uh, take pictures the first time you had my digital camera. You're taking them, like, these really, like, every once in a while. And I I remember walking over going, you know, you can just. I know. There's a lot of memory in there. You can just keep on firing. And it's hard. That took hard to see. Joe said that. Our brother Joe said that too when I would use his camera. He said, you're very careful yeah. about your picture. And you had to be, so I was. But so that makes now, me... Now, have you, have you noticed that you shoot differently now? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tons more. I mean, I uh, that has been... So when I since I started the 365, that's something I've noticed. So I will take, I'm going to say, an average of 100 pictures a day because I need to put up a picture from each day. So I've seen the difference between January this year when I started, and now I've learned so much because... Right of the volume of pictures, just like a writer. If you are, want to be a writer, you need to write every day. You know, that you know? Was, I think I, I've said this before on, on the show. Uh, I think I've said this before, but did I talk about the Matt painter? Did I ever talk about that? You, you listen to a bunch of my shows. But a lot, but not all. Of them. There was a Paul Houston at, at ILM is this, is probably one of the best Matt painters in the world. And, uh, and so Paul, I called him when I was working at Lucasfilm and I said, Paul, I'm going to go out and shoot a bunch of texture maps. And what should I do? And Paul just said, well, Take a lot of film, shoot a lot of photos. And I was like, oh, he doesn't, he's, not, he's trying to yeah. hold back on me. He's not giving no. me the secrets and everything else. And it turned out that I, I always think about that is yeah. just that there is so much that is just. And what's great now is that you can see all the information. Oh, yeah. That was the other thing I would say. That is something I do really like is to go. That was something I used to need to do if I wanted to remember what did I do that worked. I'd write it down. Hopefully, yeah. I'd remember whatever. I was now, never that good. I was just always like, I just fire the photos, and people were like, "What did you have that set to?" I'm like, I don't even know what the IS, the ASA I was. I mean, I know. So that's so nice now. So I can look at a picture and go, "Okay, that was at one four. Maybe I should have done that at two eight. You know, just sort of. That's great. That's really that's amazing to me. It's so it's so so that's why I think the it's so it's a great time to learn. It's a great if you want to learn. And realize there is something to learn. You can't just keep buying a camera that's going to do something for you. If you want to take pictures that you love, like pictures that aren't just snapshots, which are fine too. They have their place. I'm not, you know. But uh, if you really love taking, you want beautiful pictures, you can learn so much. It's a great time to learn. That's what I think is exciting. And I like, I mean, it's, it's, I love helping Friends, when they say, can you show me how to do this? At that same egg hunt, my friend who I'd been trying to teach came over and said, okay, here's a teaching moment. What do you watch? Where, how should I have it set? And I just took her aperture as far down as I could. <laughs> <laughs> Step one. Well, uh, let's, let's talk about that for a second. Uh, and before, we go, before we go into that, I just want to thank our other sponsor, uh, Squarespace.com. Squarespace, of course, is uh, the, the easiest way to put up your website. If you, if you want to throw up a website, uh, you want to put up a blog, you want to put up a photo gallery, you want to do any of those, that, that type of thing, uh, it's just so much easier just to go to Squarespace and uh, set it up. I did that too. You did that too. See, see my sister <laughs> listen, listens to my podcasts. Unlike my wife, not that I'm bitter. <laughs> no, 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 no. So, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. So it was. You know, I always think it's funny because I always talk about this stuff like like Carlita's gonna know, yeah. and, 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 uh, then, and then she's like, no, I, you know, she doesn't watch my listen to my Twitter or anything. She doesn't care, so I can Twitter about her all the time. She'll never notice. Anyway, so Squarespace is a great place to put up a blog. Um, you put it up; it was easy. 
I have not really. I mean, you what, just got kind of started signing up. I got started, and then what was nice is that I, you know, they give you a two week trial. Yeah. I think. And I got on the two-week trial, and then my life got real busy. Right. And I, it expired. And then I wrote them a message and said, can I? I, I didn't quite figure it out. They wrote back in five minutes. I, I don't... <laughs> You're like, what else are you doing over there? <laughs> I know. And said, sure, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, I, so I still haven't quite... Again, that's another real challenge for me is like, I have a friend that's going to help me with the blog, I think. But uh, right. as far as it was still, even though it's easy for someone like me, it was still like there was still a lot to do, but I, I did get through, like I could go through the templates right. and I, I did get started. Right. I mean, I could see that it wasn't hard. It was still just more than I knew what to do. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and they, and, and for, and for me, you know, it's, what's great is that we can sit there and it's all WYSIWYG and I can just decide I want this color and I want to move this and I want to move the text over and I don't have to figure out how we're going to install it anywhere. And I don't have to figure out any servers, all that stuff's handled on the cloud. And, and so it's just a really, for me, it's just the, the way if you, it, when people say, how am I going to build a website? Even if I'm going to build it for them, I'm just kind of like, let's just do this on Squarespace. So I don't have to think about it. So, <laughs> so if you want to check out Squarespace, you can go to squarespace.com slash twip and you can get uh, you can get a free trial. You don't have to put your credit card in or anything else. You can start playing with it and just, and just see if it works for you, see if it makes sense. Uh, and then if you want to get 10% off, of course, you can use the coupon code TWIP, uh, twip, and, uh, and you'll get 10% off uh, your subscription to uh, Squarespace. And it's just, it's easy. It's fun. So, uh, so de- definitely check it out, squarespace.com. So now, so, uh, when you, when someone asks you how you know what what should I do to take better photos, how, what what kind of advice do you give them? So you open up the aperture. I'm afraid I tell them kind of the same thing that you've been telling people is to get a fifty. I think um, that, I think it'd be issue. We were talking about this. So we were talking about this with with kids. That I think. If anyone here works at a hospital, you know, a lot of times you want to, you know, you want to have outreach. You want to have parents really have that warm fuzzy so they keep on coming back to you, you know, because, you know, you want to have a relationship for the rest of their life. They're taking care of the kid. You're taking care of, you know, they get older that, you know, that, you know, it's good business practice. You know, uh, you know, it's good. It's, it's a competitive environment now, now after the new healthcare system, you know, and so, yeah, I don't know if it is or not. Anyway, but I think if I'm going to spend $20,000 or $15,000 on a uh, delivery, I think that if if I was running the hospital, I would just hand everybody either a base Nikon or a Canon Rebel or whatever with a fast fifty, like one point eight even, yeah, you know, totally five hundred dollar package, you know, and I would just kind of, I would even just quietly just put it make make their thing just a little bit more expensive and then just give them the camera. It's not like you know, just it's covered by their insurance. It's now covered by our taxpayers. You know, you know, just 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 let them let them you know let them have. It. So so the idea well, is that we just standard issue like yeah. the husband walks in and we just. Here, we're going to hand you this camera. So, because what makes such a... So, I think the important thing about what you're saying, well, which would be great. I mean, who would love having a camera <laughs> put in your hand? But um, what you're saying is, so the thing is, it's nice about an SLR. Yeah. It's fast. Right. It's so fast. Even compared... I mean, well, the, the point and shoots are okay. But, I mean, you're going to get... You get the instant that you push. Instant. It's truly it's instant. It's really there. And you can put on... A nice lens. You, you put on a nice lens. lens, and that lens can be fast. Yeah, and you have a larger sensor, so you get a short. Right. Even even the even the the quote unquote APS yeah. is still a lot larger than the point and shoots. Right. So, and I think for so so an SLR, the first advice for, that you have for people is get it. Yes, even even get even an a SLR. cheap SLR. Yeah, get a cheap SLR. Right. With even a, if you're shooting on a green box with a fifty, you'll do better, I think. Than right. I mean. I guess, granted, if you're using the 50, you need to know that the aperture is key. <laughs> I mean, that's what, but it's not just the aperture, I mean, because it's also the natural look right. to it, right? Um, there's the crop factor with the 50. So, so it's, like, it's really like an 80. Yeah. So, which is a portrait lens. I right. mean, that's, so, um, so that's what's so great. So, yeah, I would tell people to get one. And uh, I haven't yet figured out whether, uh, I think it's frustrating to people to just put it on manual, even though I feel like, what have you got to lose? Because you just but, fire, you just fire for a couple of test but photos. But what I realize when, as a parent, so I'm really inspired by helping parents take better pictures of their kids because as a parent, you have a kind of relationship and access to your children that nobody else does. And right. you love them like nobody else. The first time I went to get a dumb portrait done of my first daughter, they didn't ask me her name. 
I mean, it was right. like you go in. They don't care. They're not. Well, and it's like. I mean, they're just on the. You know, who cares? I have to admit, Carlita. Carlita has still has our kids. You know. Yeah. And, and, and she looks at. No, but I have to admit, you know, she's not listening, so I can say anything <laughs> I want. So, so the, uh, you know, the uh, this is what she gets. You know, I'm, you know, Carlita, you, know, but, you better listen. No, but she 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 gets these the, the portraits, and we're looking at it. We're we're in our living room that we grew up in, and there's all these little portraits that you got from school, and and you know us looking really funny in high school and stuff like that. But but the thing is, is for me, is that those are they're almost like a requirement you know that that the family kind of expects that kind of photo but i have to admit you look over you shot that one of dad right yeah that's all i have to say i mean you know so (laughs) so it's like this it's just like this there's like a whole bunch of like normal photos and they're fine and then there's this awesome photo of my dad you know just classic you know and and it's and it's shot with natural light cloudy day you know, and outside, dad. He just suit. walked. He just walked out to see us. I mean, it was totally just happened. It wasn't like right, a right. thought, but you know, he's around. So, yeah. so the thing is, is that it's. But the, the, I think that's the thing is a lot of people take their kids in for portraits, or they wait for someone, or they're shooting constant snapshots. Yes. And to me, the thing is, is if you want to, and, and this is with my older kids, um, you know, because I've had an SLR the whole time they've grown up. Right. So with my older kids, with Stephen and Hannah. Uh, with my younger kids, you know, I just feel like you're losing such a an yeah. opportunity to have all these classic photos that you're going to want uh, for the rest of you know for the rest right. of your life. Beautiful, beautiful pictures. So, so uh, SLR fifty SLR open the, aperture. Yeah, to you know, reasonably so. I think it's yeah. the real open is real hard when you're starting out. I mean, I wouldn't go out to you know one eight <laughs> or whatever if you're just starting because people. The other thing is people don't have a tolerance for failure. Um, when they're taking pictures of their kids, I think, because it's like, they don't think of it. This is like doing the project is really different because now, oh my, do I have pictures of the kids? Because I'm every day (laughs) taking pictures. But like they get out the camera thinking, I want to get pictures of this moment, not realizing that if you just do a little bit every day, you're going to get good pictures of your kids. Like you have to be willing to kind of be like, oh, I tried that. It didn't really work. Anytime I see like a photo moment coming, I kind of just carry my camera around all the time. And, And anytime I see a photo moment coming with the kids, I pull it out and I shoot a bunch of photos and then I put it back and, and the, the, uh, three times out of four, I go, right. man, maybe it was a mess. It was fine. You know, yeah. I mean, I'll keep them in the library, but I'm not going to print any of them. Right. Right. And you have to accept that. And that's what I guess to, to accept the, that. So I guess that what I've noticed is with, there's like that egg hunt, like it's an event right. there's with children. There are always these events, birthdays and egg hunts and everything. And I would encourage parents to take more of the everyday, like focus more on what's happening every day. Like you're with your right. kids every day and just eating dinner. We have one on my, um, my son Atticus was, uh, praying. He, you know, like, uh, he, he just learned to like fold his hands for the prayer. Right. Now it's funny about the pictures. He's doing it and he has his eyes squinched tight in the <laughs> picture. And, uh, he did it like seven times. I had a couple chances. Right. <laughs> Because <laughs> he was so fascinated by doing it. But the thing is, like, that's just dinner. I just right. see something happening and I'm like, oh, get out the camera. Like, it, it, uh, it's really nice. So, and the other thing that's been neat with me with this, I'll, go, I'll talk a little bit about doing this project that's been kind of neat. Like, our mom, we, were, we just bought her camera today for her birthday. And yeah. she's often she said, she doesn't know. Yet. She doesn't know. We're, we're recording this before <laughs> it's, it's her birthday party. She doesn't know. But, right. so, but she often says, I what don't. What did we get? Oh. The, I think um, it was Canon, the thirteen hundred. Thirteen hundred. Oh yes. Yeah, we're wanting something easy for. Um, so she often would say, "Well, I don't like taking pictures because then I'm not as present. Like I want to really be there. I don't want to be thinking about taking pictures of it." So you know, I take pictures so I don't have to be present. Oh. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> I'm no, like, what? No, a lot of times, a lot of times, I was a heavy kid when I was in, and so one of my excuses of, of not getting pictures taken is I would always grab onto the hang. I always yeah. had the camera. It does. It can. It can give you a distance. Right. But one thing I've particularly since doing this project, because I'm doing pictures every day, and I didn't take it. Uh, my daughter was in a St. Patrick's Day parade dancing, and it was there was forecast of very heavy rains. I just and and my first priority was taking care of my daughter at the parade. It wasn't photographing the parade, <laughs> so I just took my point and shoot. It like killed me. It was a mistake. I should have brought yeah. the camera, um, and it didn't rain as hard as they said. But so, but what I realized because I I had that thought in my mind. I'm like, well, maybe if I don't take it, I'll just be at the parade. You know, that's actually why I. I uh, ew, but then you were at the parade thinking of all the photos you could have taken. It, yeah, I was like, so for me, what I've realized is it actually can bring me more 
like I notice what's happening at that moment a little right. more. And another thing you know, that's happened is like, well, because being a parent, with, there was one night, uh, my kids, there's five of us live in our house, three kids, mom and dad. One of us was sleeping at 4.30 a.m., <laughs> the four-year-old. <laughs> and this is a little disturbing. <laughs> but I was looking and I just got out the camera and started taking pictures. Right. And so it kind of, it gives me like, Something yeah, to do. this isn't what I want. I'd rather be asleep. Right. But why not, you know? But, well, but we're here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and the uh, and I did. It was nice. It was yeah. Cute. Well, and, and the and the, and the thing is, I find that um, one of the key training ways that we train members in the Pixel Core uh, is that um, uh, we I tell people to go out. And we have them. We do these photo challenges where people go out and take hundreds of photos of the uh, of whatever. Um, uh, you know, it might be lights or water damage or something else. And the, um, uh, I say, go out and take 200 photos and put your best three up. It's the act of shooting the yeah. f- focuses your eye on it. It's not just that you wa- you wandered around and looked for water damage. There was something about deciding that I'm going to take a picture of that water damage, had me study it and had my consciousness opened up to that in a way that just doesn't occur if I'm just looking around. Yeah, so I find that I am more conscious, you know, with that, right. with that camera. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I just walked. I had to. I didn't have any half and half this morning for my coffee, so I just walked to our little corner store. I took my camera with me and took, you know, about ten pictures. <laughs> you know? No, no, you're and, nice. and you're doing the three sixty five project. Yeah. Now we got into this. I think Andy Sullivan kind of. He was the first one that I knew did it Jeff. last. Oh, Jeff. I'm sorry. Yeah. Jeff was doing it last year, right. and then I didn't really get it. He told me he was doing it. And you were kind of like, we t- I just didn't understand because I hadn't really been on Flickr much. And I, so then Andy Sullivan talked so J- about Jeff, Jeff Orthwine. And then, and then, and then he, and he's got a great one up. I mean, he's doing it again, I think, isn't he? Or is he? I don't think so. You know, he's not doing it. He just did it last year and yeah. then he was spent. Yeah. And then, and then Andy, I remember seeing Andy, yeah. his started this year, right? Yeah. He started January I remember 1st. started seeing those and then, and yeah. then, and then Joe started like yeah. a day or two in and, and, yeah. uh, and, So I was busy encouraging Joe about what a great idea it was. I said, right. He was talking about taking, and I said, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what your pictures look like. It matters that you're taking pictures every day. And uh, as I was encouraging him, I hung up the phone and I thought, oh, it sounds like this is something I should do. And, 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 and it's been worth it. <laughs> totally. Yes. It's right. been great. I mean, I really feel like it's totally changed my, like I've learned to edit. I've, You know, so, so some of it is, is it's a bit like um, becoming a professional about yeah. about what you're doing it, even if you're not going to be a professional if you're going to be you're going to continue to be an amateur there's something about um being required to go out and shoot yeah. and being able to do it you know there's a i know that when you're doing photoshop work or you're doing creative work it's fine to be waiting waiting for the inspiration right but there's something about being a production artist where yeah inspired or not this thing needs to get done right. now you know and, well, and that, i think I that that's, a, that's what i, I saw a quotation that i love this on my little description of my 365 that it's a uh, picasso he said Inspiration exists, but it needs to find us working. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 yeah. and that's the way I, that's the way I feel is like, oh yeah, you have to work at this. Yeah. It's fun work. I mean, it's totally fun, but that it's not, you can't just expect it to just happen. And there's so much that you, that you, when you start taking a photo of something, then you start taking more and then you say, oh, yeah. if I just move this way yeah. and, and everything else. And it is just a lot of, there's, you know, there's uh you know the, the the old Zen saying, which I think was kind of uh, borrowed for a recent book on people being, you know, people who have been. Uh, it was called oh, I can't think of it at the moment, but anyways, a book. But there's a Zen saying that you know uh, the difference between a beginner and a master is ten thousand mistakes. Right. And I think that there was an author Gladwell just used it in yeah. one of his books. He, he yeah. said ten thousand hours. Right. But right. The, but he didn't come up with that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, just want to say, Malcolm. I was like, I grew up. I just, I grew up. I grew up as a, as an Eastern. I mean, I went to school as an Eastern philosophy major. You know, I was, I was like, and that was, very, it was a very common saying that it was ten thousand mistakes between a beginner and a master, and, and you just have to get through them as fast as you can. I think it's yes, it's very true. Like those mistakes. Like, and I felt like when I was thinking about my blog, I'm like, I feel like calling it something like between mistakes. Like this is what happened between all my mistakes. These are the successes between right. all the mistakes, and you don't right. realize how much of that goes into it. 
Well, and, and, I, and I notice that sometimes I'm afraid of playing with my camera too much because I use it for work. And so I get a little like, oh, I shouldn't, you know, because there's so many menus. I mean, I have a mm-hmm. 5D, that I, a 5D and a 7D are the two that I, um, uh, embarrassingly, my 7D is a bit of my, a bit of my webcam. But, but the, uh, but the <laughs> it, it, sits, it sits hooked up to my computer. I'm shaking my head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, but, I, but I use it for, I, I also, and then I have the 20D I still have. We didn't sell it. I didn't sell it. That was the camera I had for years, and that's right. the one I used to help. And I, that's my, I have to admit, that's my stunt camera. When it's raining, right. when, I, when I'm going to go to the beach, and I still want an SLR, I still take the 20D. Because I just, that yeah. way I don't have to worry about it. I mean, it, I, it's paid off a long time ago and everything else. Taking my 5D to the, to the beach is a very nerve-wracking yeah. experience. Because I, I, every time I look at it, I'm like, that's a $3,300 package. <laughs> you know, you know, you know yeah. let's, let's be careful. You know, yeah. you know, and, and, I don't, and then I really am not present. Right. You know, right. With, my, right. With, my, with my 20D now, I'm just kind of like, you know, yeah. things, uh, it's been it's in and out of repair shop. It's banged yeah. up. Carlita dropped it a couple times. And so it's, it's just not the same anymore. You know, so, so the, uh, um, but, but it still shoots. You know, and, yeah. um, but I find that it is, uh, it is so important to get out there and just, yeah. you know, fire off shots. And I noticed that I get into the menus and, and there's so many options and you yeah. get lost in them. And I, I, yeah. I finally had to back up and go, you know, I can always just reset the camera. Right. You know, I can just reset everything, you know, yeah. like just do a, do a hard reset and just set it back to factory re- defaults. So if I, if I really turn this, cause I, I do tweak it a lot. Like, yeah. and, and. That's, That's the great it. thing about these SLR cameras is you get it in like like I have a way to do it like I like to have the back cam the back button yeah be my focus button because right. I don't want I don't like that halfway down thing yeah. in the front and I don't and and we got into this with um, Joseph Lineski you know where he and he had a really great point I don't I don't like to move the the focus I like the focus meter to to the be right point. in the very center right. you focus like the point. center one and then you recompose and I have to admit now that I've gotten my screen we we talked about it and I had just gotten my little screen my focus screen yeah. for the five D. And I was like thinking it was gonna be great for video, and then someone pointed out, "Oh, by the way, you're not, not gonna do anything for your video because the screen is up, the mirror's up." You know, you know, like like you're not, you know, like like you know. And I think our, our listeners, think while we were talking, we we're like, "You're an idiot." <laughs> so so the uh, and, and, and so then I was like, "Well, it won't be good for that." But I have to admit now, I'm on, I got the new screen, it's a forty dollars screen for my five for my you know twenty seven hundred dollar camera, and now I very rarely want to use autofocus. Yeah, it's that nice. Um, you know, it just I, it, I just feel like uh, and I, and the images are sharper. I, what I have to do is get lens aligned and figure out because I, I know that my lenses now are just a touch off. You know, like by millimeters. But yeah. when you're shooting at one eight, yeah, millimeters counts. is a big is a big. It's, it's the difference between being razor sharp and not. And I notice suddenly notice that a lot of the photos that I'm shooting are actually you're having a lot more success. They're sharper. They're, they're, yeah. there's, there was this level of sharpness that was fine. Yeah, that wasn't there. No, yeah, like it, it looks it still looks sharp, but it didn't look not as sharp as you wanted. Not as sharp as I thought the camera was capable of, and yeah. I realized that oh right, the yeah. manual when I started manual focusing, I'm getting that. You know. Yeah. So anyway, nice. so the the um. But when you start fiddling, like I like to use the focus in the back. Right. Joe likes to, and and the funny thing is, I can't hand the camera to Carlita. I can't. Yeah. I can't. It's I so mine is so night. tweaked. It's so tweaked to the way I shoot that if I hand Carlita the camera, she can't even focus it. I mean, she can't well, figure out what the and you're, you know. You're talking about the five D, right? I'm talking about the five D. I can hand her the the twenty D because I just turn it on to that's automatic. That's what I was going to say. And, is know. that I forgot we were up taking pictures. We were on uh, Mount Washington, Pittsburgh, and. Uh, we wanted a picture of our whole family. So right. we handed it to somebody and I forgot to do that. And they're just like, God, well, two of the pictures were in focus and I kind of, it was grumbling. I was like, ah, oh, they're out of focus. And my husband says, you can't expect somebody to just pick that up and take a picture. You know? Well, it's kind of like, it's kind of like asking and you to go so, get groceries. I mean, here's my Ferrari. Right, right. And it's been totally tweaked out. It's not even just, it's just you know, but it's been totally tweaked oh, out. So. Please go down and get some stuff right. and, and don't stall it. You know, right, you know, right. and the, uh, but the, 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 the thing is, is that it, so because you can't great. with the five, you can't put it just on the automatic. That's what's nice. So when I hand mine to somebody, I do just put it on the green box and give it to them. <laughs> the, because, the green box. The yeah. green box. Because, well, I mean, that's what they need. Right. Unless they're somebody Well, and then, and then Joe uses like the exposure on the back. Like he locks right, exposure with the right. back and then still uses the front. Yeah. But there's this, this whole like. How you feel comfortable. And so neat. You have all those choices. You yeah. can. I was thinking when you were saying how you can always reset it. That was something else yeah. I love about the digital dark room. Is I'm getting like I work on a picture for 10 minutes and I'm like, I think I liked it better when I imported it. Guess, <laughs> guess what? I could go right back there. And I, 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 it was when I was early on when I was really working in Photoshop that I was like, oh my gosh. There was, I remember there was one image. There was one image of somebody that I was doing for the yearbook and I printed it. I got in a lot of trouble too. I think Tanya got, got upset with me because I think I did. I think I, I printed it like, um, uh, uh, like 15 times. 
you know, because it was just oh. such a great photo. Yeah, you want to get it right. And I just print it. A little too. I know. Print it, and then, and then keep track of all the times and, and no. all the exposures, and I'm gonna do it one more time. Yeah, it's like, and, and it was just this this long process, yeah. you know, and uh, and and now it's just like, oh, undo, undo. Yeah, I just go right down to the bottom, import. I like I like it when I imported it. Yeah. <laughs> now where <laughs> you, where do you see yourself going with your photography? That is a good question. I um, right now I'm loving where I am. Mm. I'm happy for. I have friends ask me to take pictures for them and I'm happy to do it. Uh, money inspires me to get them done. If a friend <laughs> asks me to do it and there's no money involved, I have to admit, they might be waiting a while. I have to Not admit that I have the same problem. I have the same problem. It's just that I have a lot of stuff right. going on and, and if I don't get paid to do something, I still work on it, right. but it's between all the other things. Right. So that's what I've noticed is that when someone's hiring me and right now they've always been friends. One person hired me was like a, an acquaintance of a friend. So mostly I know people, but that's what I've noticed is that right. the money helps get it done. Right. But it also, I mean, I guess the way I feel about it too is, um, you know, it will help fund gear if I ever decide to get some. And, right. um, and I mean, my priority now, like I said, I think, this, is, I think what you just said there is important though, because I think that it, it I think people can get lost in, uh, our show often talks a lot about gear, and I think it's very easy to think that you can't get into this if, unless you're going to buy a lot of lenses yeah. and buy a lot of gear and everything else. When really you're sitting there shooting great photos, people are going to go up to do a search for Jennifer Stein on, <laughs> on Flickr. And you're going to see some great photos up there that are shot with a pretty basic camera. 40D. 40D. 50 millimeter. And, 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 and Every now and then the other mystery lens, the kit lens that came with it. <laughs> which, which is what you, what did you say about that? It's not good, but it's not. I said it's not good, but it's not bad. Right. It, it's... it's it, Looking, it solves a certain problem. Right. If I had to do it again and know what I knew now, but I didn't, right. I would have gotten a uh, a different prime. What would you have gotten? Like a wider prime. Like a that's what I really or... wanted was the wide. I don't use the zoom right. a ton. Right. Um, because I just don't, I don't like, the, I, can't, I just can't stand the aperture not being fixed. So <laughs> I really just, it kind of makes it just hard to use. But when I got, I had a little um, panning thing where I just was, Totally. Fa- I still am kind of. I took a picture of our brother on his new motorcycle, and I was like a panning picture. <laughs> it's just barely a motorcycle. Well, I know. I like his motorcycle. It's Honda Express. It's I don't. It's, it's a Honda like Express from like 1979. Scooter it's... motorcycle, but it was cool to pan. Like I was like, oh, so I got into right. panning, and when I was doing the panning, the kit lens was fine for whatever that is because right. I didn't care about the aperture. That wasn't the issue. Right. And the wide was kind of nice. So, and I've used it. It has a kind of macro feature, and I don't mm. have any macro lenses, so it kind of. Ah, maybe now going back now I said I would get a prime maybe this lens is sort of because it does do some things right but it, it's sort of like what is that jack of all trades master of none yeah. <laughs> that's I guess how I feel about it is it's it's there but I don't put it on that much I mean it's really my 50s my pal and you know I I'll use the other one if if there's a reason you know but I I don't really but I when I read about I used uh Joe's Telephoto lens, fixed aperture, L series. It's a nice lens. Oh, the twenty four to seventy or the seventy to three hundred? Uh twenty four to seventy. Right. I used that one and really liked it. Right. That's nice the Canon pictures. L lens, yeah. That's right. Really it's nice. really nice. So it's I think when I get to a point where I am, you know, I've saved enough enough of those friends' money to buy a nice you know, I mean like right. that's the thing, is when I've done that, I think I really will appreciate other lenses. It's not that I don't think that they're, I, I think they're great. I mean, and I would mm-hmm. love to get a chance to use like a, a 200. I was reading in uh, Within the Frame, that book, uh, it was talking about the compression and I'd love right. to fool around with that. I just don't have that lens right now. So I think that I'll, and since using digital, I think there is something I, I really didn't think about uh, focal lengths or anything before. And I think right. that it's helped me because you can, again, you can, there's so many more pictures I can really see. I can look back at what I did. All that stuff makes me more interested because I am innately really interested in photography. Like I really want to learn it. So I'm, I'm looking forward to lenses like that, but you know, um, so I primarily, I'm a, I'm a stay at home mom. I mean, I I stay home with my kids. I'm not. And take lots of pictures of them. And I take a lot of pictures of them. I was thinking about, this is another thing about the project I was thinking that this was something I've learned that I think is, I I really, it's Joe and I were talking. So Joe is walking around San Francisco, beautiful San Francisco with his 5D and his nice lens. And I'm like, yeah, that's not really fair. You're out there. I'm in Pittsburgh. (laughs) Like. 
I feel like I'm in Pittsburgh in the clouds with, you know, walking. And wherever I go, I have three kids I got to keep track of. <laughs> like we go to the pond. I need to make sure my two-year-old's not in it. In the pond, right. Yeah, exactly. Floating. So, yeah. Right. So I kind of was like, Joe has it easy. But when I talked to him, he's like, no, Jen, you have it easy. You got three kids. You've got these kids. Like you've got life going on around you. I can spend the whole day in the office. Like, right. so what it made me realize is when you are being creative, nobody has it easier. It's just whatever's it's around just, you. just, I am, and it's made me realize that I am particularly inspired by ordinary surroundings, like by yeah. the, and I am definitely, I admit that I like beautiful pictures. I'm not into the ugly. I mean, like, I mean, I, I, you know, I had a friend in college, uh, criticize me for my liking of in art of just she's like yeah you like pretty pictures like drawings too like uh, you know paintings and I stuff like too pretty pictures. I like the pretty ones I so, don't like to read <laughs> and so I mean I think I'm really pretty inspired about finding that you know what's beautiful or what's really just kind of you know in, in every day and what's just around right. you so Absolutely. it's something I've really liked about the project to kind of realize that when you're being creative that everybody has to work the same right Nobody has it. Like, nobody's just like, I think a lot of, I've noticed that in, uh, in that with it, oh, I think it was within the frame I was reading. And, uh, also in Anne Lamott's books about writing, right? she kind of, they, they're cautioning people who are like wanting to be published and wanting to be a real writer, a real photographer and saying, you're not going to get someplace that it's, you don't have to work at it anymore. Like there's sort of that caution. Out Isn't there. that a good thing? Yeah, you know, I, I always have it yeah. like you know, I I'm not, I'm not very good, and I have to admit, I'm just not very good at doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah. You know, I I I'm always inspired by getting pressed to do something new, new something bigger, right. something harder, something you know, like that's that's how I you know wanted to look. Yeah. And so I I don't, and I think that you know a, a lot of with any kind of work like this, I feel like I'm still beginning. I feel like I'm just getting started. I, I mean, I've been doing something related to media for 20 years now. I know. And, and I, I still even, feel like I'm still... I still don't gonna... understand what you do. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> in my family understands what I do. I don't... I, you know, I'm not actually sure if I understand what I do anymore. I understand better now than I did two years ago. I have this crazy life that, that I don't really know what I do. I just yeah. kind of do things. You know, so so anyway, so the... Uh, uh, but I think that... Um, you know, I, I, I definitely think it, it is a progress. You know, it is a process. You right. Know, so, so it's, it's great fun. Yeah. yeah. So now where can people find your stuff on the web? We talked about it a little bit. Right now, the only place is uh, just look up as a, a Jennifer Stein on Flickr. Just my name. Fantastic. Yeah. Thanks, Jen. Yeah, thanks. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> and for all of you, I hopefully you were inspired to go out there, take your lens cap off, and uh, start clicking. <laughs>